Welcome to Hashtag The Chit Show. I'm Ashley Chitty. Being a military spouse is not easy. Come along with me as I navigate this crazy life. The good, the bad, the deployments, and everything that's in between. How can we support our mental health while supporting our spouses? It's a wild ride. You're not alone. That is what I'm here for. Hey, hey, hey. Well, what is everybody up to? I was thinking that how in the military community, how do we adjust to someone who is getting ready to move? If you're getting ready to move uh, PCS, you know, permanent change of station. So I'm sitting here thinking like what anxiety that brings on. Like sometimes I get that like a move itch. Like I feel like it's time to move and time to go. And and, um, when you're in a place a little bit too long, And you're thinking, gosh, is this really like the normal feelings that I should be having? Like it's time to pick up and move. And to me, the answer is yes, because we've been doing this like for a really long time. So I think our body naturally is just like, what are we doing? We've been in one place for too long. Don't get too settled. You'll get your heart broken. (laughs) I know that's a crazy way of thinking that, but it's so true. Like you sometimes don't want to create attachments so you don't get hurt and I think that this time of year, um, people start um, getting orders, soft orders, hard orders, and they realize, okay, I've got five more months to possibly get ready for a move that like I don't, they may not have been there before. I don't know anybody. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know anything about that city. I also don't even know like how are we getting to and from there? Are we doing it ourselves, which is called a ditty move? Are we letting the movers go ahead and pack it. And once again, that brings anxiety because we're like, now strangers are touching our stuff, packing it up, loading it on a truck, driving cross country, driving to wherever with our things that we love so, so much and care for that could potentially be broken. I mean, think about it. Like it's all so much like, to think and process because, and which comes with all this anxiety. I mean, just the process alone of get, of thinking about, Hey, this is the year that we're moving to where are we going? Three, do we have orders Four, setting up the move five, getting all of our records, medical records, all the things that we need to get for us and the kids And then six, moving, setting up a move. And then once again, it's like this vicious cycle where you move, you get there. And now you need a new emergency contact, new friends, new schools for the kids, getting a house set up. I mean, all the anxiety that comes along with just moving, honestly, I mean, think about it. And I, and this is no joke. And I'm, and I'm not, because listen, I'm one of them who suffers, who suffers from mental illness. Like we, we all know this. If you've been listening to the podcast long enough, you know that I suffer from mental illness, but I will say <clears throat> my marriage takes a hit Every single time we move, there's, if I'm being transparent, there's a little bit of resentment there. I get a little bit angry and I think it's both sides. Like the, it's, it's stressful moving. It's stressful, you know, uprooting your kids. So your heart is breaking. You're missing your friends. You're missing your normal, right? And then I hold a little resentment because here I am having to do it all over again because of his job. So 
I sometimes I just find it really, really hard, but also the stress of moving and just going from place to place. If you're going cross country, stopping at all the hotels, you have dogs, you have the pets, you have the kids, you have the stressors are real. So it really does get me down sometimes to a point where I'm like, sometimes I really do have to stop and think, do I need to be back on my medication to get through this transition? And there's nothing wrong with that if you need to. Absolutely nothing wrong with that at all. And sometimes, you know, I mean, listen, (laughs) nothing brings on anxiety than the unknown, the unknown. Nothing can bring it on more than the unknown. I think that's a lot of anxieties that we, we often get in our heads and our thoughts and our feelings about things we can't control that we don't even know that's going to happen. I do that all the time, all the time. I will have to say though, if you have orders and you know where you're going, that is amazing. And I love that. I love like if you can get a, if, if you are fortunate enough to get the orders and you can get a jump on things, I mean, it's like a star and you're thinking to yourself, this is the light that I've needed to see. This PCS is going to be amazing now because I got orders really, really soon. I've done that before. I'm like, this is going to be the smoothest transition. We're not going to have a hard move. The kids are going to be great. Oh my gosh. I have so many PCS stories. It's not even funny. Like it is from, you know, moving pregnant with dogs, without dogs, with, with a cremated dog in the car and a plant. Like (laughs) I could go on and on. I will say though, you know, keep in mind that it doesn't have to be perfect. I have to remind myself all the time that no PCS is going to be perfect. No move is going to be perfect. Nothing is going to be perfect. That just goes from day to day. Like it's hard to, because I live with an engineer husband who likes things to be perfect in an unrealistic world. Honestly, it's kind of like the joke that like, you know, he really does need to find the, it and be calm. Uh, cause you know, he's just not wired that way, you know, with, uh, his little OCD and type A, but you know, knowing that things won't go, uh, according to your plan, that's okay because things aren't perfect. Like you want things to go that way, but you know, as time passes and all the energy that you put into it, crafting your future, those things are important to you. I get that. I, I, we all get that. But that's why it's so disappointing when the unexpected happens, you know, like you work really, really hard on a plan. And then somehow there, once again, the military has trumped you again. And that, I think that's where the resentment too comes in. Like there's all these like parts to resentment and to resenting the service member and your husband or your spouse, whoever it is. So those things, like, they just don't seem fair. Like, you don't want to say to yourself, like, it's, well, I have. Like, it's not fair for me to have these, um, you know, my expectations just keep getting shattered or the resentment, having those things, those type of feelings. Well, you know what? It isn't fair. You know, it just really and truly isn't. And I think that's okay to say, like, it's not fair that I have to have these feelings because it's really not. But if you let yourself feel and give your time to like sit in those feelings and say, the feelings that I'm having about this move, about this transition, about the kids, about a new school, you know, about a new house, you know, and all the things that come with like setting up a house. If you allow yourself to feel those things and be able to like process them and say, these feelings are real, this is hard. I'm hoping for an easier time with it. I know that's how I'm going to try to go into it the next year. We are next time we have like a year and a half before we figure out where we're going. But 
I will say plan A doesn't always work out. It probably won't, you know, and then you're, and then you're like frantically trying to like go, oh my gosh, what could plan B be? What could our new plan be? What, how could I make this a little bit easier? That I think if we can just kind of sit and breathe and just take a step back and maybe not try to solve the problem, but help the problem. Like I know that probably sounds weird and it doesn't make sense, but it's going to be a problem. It's going to be hard. It, all those things are going to happen. It's going to be a tough, tough move because as things get, uh, as the kids get older, as the time in the service gets longer, none of it gets really easy. It all gets so darn hard, harder and harder. So I think it's not, not about like fixing the problem and then creating something that's never going to happen again because that's not realistic. It's going to happen. So I think it's just like, Helping the problem maybe be a little bit easier, right? Like, what could I do right now? Like, I really hope I'm going to like take my own advice. I'm going to come back and listen to this episode. But this was just on my heart. But I will say, though, deep breathing. Sometimes deep breathing doesn't help. And I hate sometimes when people are like, take a deep breath. I don't want to take a deep breath. I really want to just like maybe throw that glass against the wall and be like, this sucks. This sucks. <laughs> That's okay too. I mean, I don't encourage them in the glass, but like, it's okay to like scream and yell. Like deep breaths are great. They're all fine and dandy, but sometimes you just got to just like grit your teeth and just have those moments where they really, truly suck and be like, you know what? This does suck. This is hard and I don't want to do it. I do not want to do it. And there's a no, there is no like essential oil out there that is going to make me feel better. Okay. Not one, no lavender, no peace and calming, okay, mixed with coconut oil. None of that is going to make me feel better. I'm going to just have to like go out, scream, scream it to the pillow, yell, be mad, and just move past it after that. And those thoughts and feelings are fine. And I say we do it. We could do it together like this big old screaming fest, you know? Although there are the things that will make us feel better, getting enough sleep. But I get that too, like eating well and getting enough sleep. And those times of transitioning are hard too, because dang it, you're stressed. You're stressed. Who can eat well and sleep well when you're stressed? I want a brownie and I want to stay up all night and binge watch TV because it's mindless and I don't have to think about anything other than what I'm watching. So yeah, no, those things are hard too. I don't even know. Like, I'm like, I want to give you guys all the advice I could possibly can, but I feel like this is good advice, right? Eat the brownie, watch the TV, and then keep going and then take a break and move on. You know, and also finding those feelings where you know you 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 know that you can't do this alone. I've never been able to do it alone, regardless of like if you lean on friends, if you lean on your husband, if he's available or spouse, if they're available, if you just lean into yourself and try to dig deep and try to find ways to to just kind of help move past some of these feelings that you have when it's time to transition and move. It's it's so hard. And then unless you're in this kind of lifestyle, you really just don't understand. But there are so many resources out there that could help you uh, to transition. Uh, you know, one being like a military one source. You know, you have focus that could help you with other families. But also, 
Don't forget, I just did the interview with a military no stress PCS. Like, keep those guys in mind. They can, that's what they're there for, to relieve the stress from PCSing. Shout out to them. Go back and listen to some of my episodes. I've done two interviews with them. I highly recommend them. They're doing great things for our military families out there and helping to relieve that stress off of the PCSing. They've got this new concierge service out, service out there that is, is fantastic. It's kind of like a one-stop shop where they could help you with all the things, a yellow pages of anything you need help with during your PCS. So go check them out. I will link them in this episode below in the notes. So please go check them out. Help yourself to relieve some uh, relieve some stress because the help is out there. You know, there's a lot of like um, consultants that are, you know, around for uh, military families, chaplains, um, fleet and family. There's so many resources that we are, that, that we have that are available to us that I don't think get used enough. So I highly encourage us to not do it alone. Try to keep the transition down to like less stressful as we can and know that it's, this is just a stepping stone. This is and like this shall pass. Yes, but it is just kind of like a minor blimp, although big, big, big at times. We're going to I often look back at our PCS and I'm like, gosh, I stressed over nothing. But it's hard not to. It's so hard not to, especially if you're coming from overseas and moving back stateside or vice versa, leaving the stateside, moving overseas, something that's new, brand new, like different language barriers. It's all so hard. And in a time of transition, still within this pandemic, it is so extremely hard. So you're not alone. And try to have some happy thoughts. Keep those happy thoughts coming and know that you have all these options and resources to you are available and that you can't do it, try to find that silver lining, even if it's small, even if it's tiny, nothing, nothing, nothing too small. If you could keep those like silver linings and like, it's okay to worry about some things, but then like breathe, don't get all upset. Try to like push that anxious feeling down. I know we can do it. I know we can do it. We can do it together, but also Find some humor in it all. I mean, I'm here to tell you, those PCS stories are some of the funniest stories that I have out there. No joke. I mean, at the time they weren't funny. At the time I could absolutely cry buckets, buckets, scream as loud, lose my temper. But I look back now and I really laugh like this will be okay. It's kind of hard to like say you're going to miss this. But honestly, I think we will, you guys. I think that we will miss this. Like, I think we will miss not the stress part of it, but how lucky are we to have all these sets of friends, lived all these places, gotten to see so many things, gotten to learn different languages, gotten to, we have friends all over the United States and different countries all over the world. Like, how amazing is that? So it's right. Like, we are going to miss this. Hold on to that. Hold on and try to be present because I think we will miss it one day. It's stressful now. It's hard now. These days are hard and tough. These nights are long. Days are long. Nights are even longer sometimes, I feel like. It's like, I can't, especially when you can't sleep. Oh, gosh. It's, I think we're going to miss it. I, I, I hold on to those things. I really and truly do in hopes that I make just one more friend at my next duty station that is just as magical as the rest of my friends. Gosh, the opportunities are endless, right? 
So hold your head up high, know that you're not alone, use the resources that are given to us, dig deep, deep breath. <laughs> we can do it. Rub all the essential oils, right? Take all the walks that we need. Try to find the humor in it because I'm telling you, it just won't last forever. And then we'll look back and yeah, it's going to be amazing. I tell you this ride, although a bumpy one is one of the best rides I've ever taken. Until next time. Thanks for listening today. If you loved today's episode, share it on social media and tag another military spouse. You can find me on Instagram at AshleyChitty1. More importantly, don't forget to hit that fancy subscribe button because you don't want to miss out on hashtag chit show. 